0: Are you going to get me a churro?
1: I'm going to get you a churro or a Dole Whip or a Mickey pretzel, whatever Disney snack your heart desires tomorrow.
0: DCL Duo fans, we want to take a minute to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations and love the experience and service we get from our travel specialist at Touring Plans Travel, and know you will too. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation, Disney vacation, or really any cruise or land based vacation, head over to TouringPlans.com/travel for a free quote. Let them know that the DCL Duo sent you to help support our show, but we're confident that you. Are are gonna have the same great experience that we do when we use Touring Plans Travel. So thanks Touring Plans Travel for sponsoring the show, and now on to our episode. This week's bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast, and we're coming to you live from a balcony at the Grand Californian overlooking the downtown Disney area of Disneyland Resort, and excited to be here, but we're not going to talk about Disneyland on this show because we're going to talk about it later in the week on our main show. Tonight, Sam's going to play host again, and she's going to ask me some questions actually about my recent visit to Universal Orlando. So Sam, what do you want to know about Universal Orlando?
1: I want to start out by asking what were the biggest differences between your one day at Universal Orlando and your couple of days at Walt Disney World Orlando?
0: Okay, so lots of differences, but I'm going to highlight three really fast here. First, no masks. So at Disney, there was still some masking. At Universal Orlando, it was all optional. And so it was really walking around in a sea of people not wearing masks. And when I say optional, it was supposed to be optional for people who were vaccinated. But given the state of affairs in Florida right now and what businesses can and can't ask, the net effect was most people were not wearing masks unless they were very young children who it would be obvious had not been vaccinated. So... No masks indoors or outdoors was a huge difference for me. Crowd, it felt a lot more crowded at Universal Orlando from the moment that I you know, got to security to get into the park uh, through maneuvering through the park. It just felt like a lot more people were there, which was even more jarring than my visit to, to Walt Disney World because you know while it was weird being outside around people without masks it was a lot weirder being around lots of people not wearing masks and in you know long ride queues without masks those sorts of things so uh, much heavier crowd i'd say the third thing was overall i feel like disney world still has universal beat on overall guest experience and i had a few kind of thoughts there but i'll just say right now my impression of universal orlando the rides were great the guest experience not so much.
1: Okay, so before we get to talking about rides and ride queues, I want to ask a little bit about food. So, tell us, was there were a lot of things open, and if so, where did you eat?
0: I did not eat at all at Universal (laughs) Orlando, and there's but there's a reason. One was I had a very abbreviated day, and so I didn't know sort of how I didn't want to waste time on food. And when I say that, that sounds silly, because at Disney, you know, you can quick serve order you can mobile order and quick quick serve and get it and so you don't waste a lot of time universal orlando is terrible right now with the quick service food there are long lines uh lack of availability it really feels like they ramped up capacity at the parks but they didn't ramp up capacity of the staff and it's leading i think to some really weird outcomes where ride lines are moving fast food queues are backed up and so, anyway, I skipped the food at Universal. I just grabbed something on the way to the airport. At the end of the day, I didn't. I didn't even try to get into a, a food line.
1: Didn't you get a butter beer? Didn't I see a picture of a butter beer?
0: Okay, so I got a butter beer and a water. Yes, <laughs> I got a butter beer. And I don't count that as food. Uh, after I rode on Hagrid's, I did. I did get a butter beer. I think I managed to like snake a line that was uh, that was a little bit shorter. And so I, I grabbed a butter beer when I got off Hagrid's.
1: Yeah. Don't lie to our listeners, Brian. Okay. So setting food aside, let's talk about the ride cues before we talk about what rides you got to go on and what your impressions were. So ride cues. Were were the posted ride times uh, equivalent? Or were the posted ride times accurate, uh, inaccurate, and were they long, short, or what?
0: Um, most of the posted wait times I saw for the marquee rides got up to about um, like eighty minutes. So in the morning, Hagrid's was at eighty to ninety minutes. I would say I waited a lot less than that. I think the first time I went straight to Hagrid's, stood in line. I think it was posted at 80 by the time I got there, and I think I was on in an hour. Um, And I'd say later in the day, you had a possibility of a posted 60 and you were on in like 35 to 40 minutes. Uh, I went to VelociCoaster after Hagrid's. It was posted at an hour. So I made the mistake of getting in the single rider line, which pro tip sometimes at universal, the single rider line is longer than the regular general line. So Velocicoaster is actually a pretty fast loading ride and they're moving people through it. And so I remember I was in the single rider line and I saw someone like kind of coming up the stairs toward me on the main line. And then like 20 minutes later, I saw him getting on the ride and I had not moved more than like 10 feet in line. And so, ultimately the main line although it was listed at 60 was 35 single rider was about 35 so um it, it, anyway the posted wait times were longer than the actual waits for the most part i never saw anything get up more than like an hour during the day
1: let's talk about their version of fast pass i think it's called express pass did you get an express, or what kind of park pass did you get did you get an express pass and what was the experience like there Um, I did get a
0: park hopper, and I did get an express pass, and I have two thoughts there. One is, if you're just going for a day to Universal, unless you really, really, really want to do the um, Diagon Alley experience and ride Gringotts, or you've got a ride over in the Universal Studio side of the park that you really, really want to check out, I'm not sure you need the two park ticket. I thought I could have stayed in islands of adventure and spent most of my day there and been just fine. Um, but you know, so I'm not sure that the park hopper is actually worth it. If you're just going for the day, I I will just say that I think you can save yourself some money on the park hopper on the express pass. I think right now the express pass is not a great deal. And here's why. Most of the marquee rides that you're going to want to try, well, both of the marquee rides you're going to want to try, Hagrid's and Velocicoaster aren't accessible with the Express Pass. And so the Express Pass add-on I thought was a real waste to my day. I thought it would speed my way through Hagrid's. I didn't expect Velocicoaster, but I held out hope. And since neither ride's on there... I think I only used it once and embarrassingly enough. Actually, I used it twice. I used it for Gringotts. But the way that the Express Pass works at Universal, you don't just like bypass the main line and get in to board the ride. You get spliced back into the main ride cube. You just sort of skip some elements of it. And so I still waited 35 minutes to get on the Gringotts ride, even though I had an Express Pass. Embarrassingly, I also used it on the fast and furious ride that i had never been on before and will never go on again even though i'm a major fan of that movie franchise i saw recently someone had it on their list of worst rides in the united states i completely it is terrible it is a terrible ride please do something better than that with fast if you <laughs> let's theme out test track for fast and furious that's my that's my ask <laughs>
1: Okay, let's talk about some ride reviews then. Uh, First, let's start with um, the big new or the newest ride at Universal, which is VelociCoaster. Tell us what you thought of VelociCoaster and then compare it to some of your Disney coaster favorites. All right, so
0: VelociCoaster is amazing zing uh, just hands down so i should say this i am a thrill ride junkie so i love roller coasters i love Incredicoaster coaster at disneyland i am you know i enjoy rise of the resistance i think it is a solid and awesome ride but it does not check the box of a thrill ride for me it is not fast moving upside down there's not a sense of Danger to it in my mind, you know, like rock and roller coaster might might have, or even uh, Tower of Terror or Guardians of the Galaxy, those types of rides. I, I I like a good roller coaster, and so I would say Velocicoaster easily, like if not the best roller coaster in the United States right now. I would like to meet the one that beats it uh, or best it. It is amazing from the standpoint you sit down and your feet are dangling, uh, spend most of the ride upside down, but there are no shoulder harnesses. There is only a lap bar, and so and you are up against that lap bar most of the ride and out of your seat and it is screaming. And so uh, it is a fantastic ride. I will go back to Universal Orlando, or sorry, Universal Studios Islands of Adventure just to get back on that coaster anytime I can. It is an amazing ride.
1: What about the theming? Tell us, I know it's obviously Jurassic Park themed, but does the theming match up to the thrills of the actual coaster?
0: Okay, so the only thing I'm going to say about the the theming in the plus column is that it has who's the guy who plays Quill on Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Oh, um Chris Pratt.
0: Yeah, so Chris Pratt is in the is a major actor in the video for the ride queue cuz he's obviously in the movie franchise. Beyond that, there's like there's no theming. So I will say this, universal outside of Harry Potter um, and even to some extent and we can talk about this a little bit later, but even to some extent with Harry Potter Disney beats Universal on overall theming and immersiveness over it for its rides. I, I I think hands down the cast in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is committed to what they're doing. That ride, uh, Rise of the Resistance is completely immersive. I would say Velocicoaster, it's a roller coaster. It's it's just a roller coaster and it happens to have some branding on it for Jurassic Jurassic Park.
1: Okay, let's move on to Hagrid's, because I know that's the next sort of marquee ride that you went on at Universal at Islands of Adventure specifically. And so uh, tell us about the ride, what you thought of it, and then also tell us about its theming. All right. So Hagrid's.
0: Amazing. All right. Amazing. And, And for me. It is really close as between Hagrid's and Rise of the Resistance, which one is better. Uh, I think Rise comes out if you are looking for overall immersiveness and theming of the ride. Rise wins. If you are looking for thrill ride experience, Hagrid's is a better ride. Um, and I think that that's just the, again, overall universal is eating Disney's lunch when it comes to thrill rides. I think Disney continues to win on immersiveness of the experience and theming. I will say though, that Hagrid's is well-themed. The castle sort of rundown manner that you're walking through is really cool. Uh, but the ride itself is just, it's like a mix of test track, Uh, Rise of the Resistance, it's got a spot in it where I won't give it away necessarily, but I'll just say, you think it's going to do something? And then like the track literally drops out from under you. And so it is, it was, I I wanted to go back on it again. So I wrote it once and there was actually a little bit of a snafu in the middle of the ride that caused me to kind of, I think, miss how the ride was intended to work. Uh, So I got back in line to go on it again, but unfortunately, thunderstorms delayed the ride and I ended up like after two hours of waiting, I exited the queue to go do something else so I could get a few more rides in. But uh, I will definitely also be back at Islands of Adventure to get on that ride. And Sam, you have to get on this ride. It is a great ride. I think you'll love it.
1: Yeah, you know, I love me some Harry Potter. That's the one thing I think that, you know, Universal does great is the Harry Potter just all, the whole world, like walking through Diagon Alley, walking through um, Hogsmeade. It's just a really fun, cool, immersive experience, although I'm not a big fan of that Gringotts ride. So the other, th- the last thing I want to ask or any other rides that were standouts, either in a good or a bad?
0: Well, I mean, the only I did Velocicoaster. I did Hagrid's. Uh, I tried to ride Hagrid's again. Uh, I did Gringotts, I did the Harry Potter experience, which we've both done before, and I did, I did Fast and Furious. So, yeah, I would just say go back to my original answer and say Fast and Furious is, like, gotta be one of the worst rides in the United States right now. So. But, but everything else, I mean, Velocicoaster and Hagrid stood out, So, and I, I was trying to go on them again.
1: Any other impressions from your day at Universal or recommendations that you would have for Disney fans going to Universal? Um,
0: uh, Again, I think what I would say is if you're a thrill ride junkie, it is well worth a trip over to Universal right now for the day. I think there's a lot of good rides and coasters that they have over there. My overall impressions of Universal sort of remain low as against Disney for a couple reasons. One... I don't think, again, the park capacity is up, and I don't think the staff are keeping pace. And I think that's impacting overall guest experience. One nit that I noticed is that they had lots of hand sanitizing stations out everywhere, and all of them were empty. Not a single one of them worked. At Disney, every hand sanitizing station was full all the time, every time, at least when I was there. And so I thought that that was also telling in a park where they're already lowering the mask mandates. It made me really kind of nervous about. Just the safety, uh, the health and safety aspects of visiting that park at the moment, if they can't even keep the hand sanitizing stations stocked. I, I guess the other thing I would say is. I'm sure Universal can accommodate kids, and it's fine. But it feels like their rides are trending more and more toward those like just super thrill rides. And I saw parents bring their kids on Hagrids, for instance, and like this this kid who was probably about my son's age, maybe seven or eight years old, he was in tears by the end of that ride. And I could understand like that ride. It's just not. It's not what you think it's going to be. I don't. I don't think like you. You think it's going to be a thrill ride, and you think it's going to be a coaster, and it is. But it is an unbelievable thrill riding coaster. And so, you know, I I don't think, you know, it's 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 not like riding Goofy Sky School. I'll just put it that way. For those of you familiar with Disneyland Resort.
1: Okay, My last question is, if you only have one day in Orlando to go to a theme park, are you going to one of the four Walt Disney World parks? Are you going to one of the two Universal Studios parks and which one?
0: Okay. So for me, this answer really depends on what is the profile of the person who's going. If you're a solo trip or a couple, no kids, and you're thrill ride junkies, and you're big Harry Potter fans, then head to Universal. I mean, hands hands down, you're going to find thrill rides in Harry Potter, only at Universal. And it's probably worth a day trip. Just skip the express pass. Just think hard whether or not you want to park hop that day. I think that's that's my thought. If you're Star Wars fans or you're there with your kids and, you know, you want a nice mix of family friendly rides and, you know, just solid attractions that may not necessarily live up to the thrill ride standard. I'd head to Disney and right now I'd probably head to Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, because I think that's where all the newest rides are, at least until Ratatouille opens. I will be, by the way, super interested to see if Tron is trying to be Disney's answer to some of these thrill rides that Universal is putting out. I don't think Disney will ever live up to that thrill ride experience that you're going to get at a place like Universal. I don't think they're trying to. I think they're trying to make rides that the whole family can enjoy for the most part. So I doubt that Tron would ever even approach something like a coaster. But I will be interested to see if Tron at least starts to answer some of the... Universal Studios ride questions there. So with that, I think we just want to say as we close out the show, happy Father's Day to everyone out there as it is Father's Day on Sunday. Tomorrow, we're recording this on Saturday before. I'm not sure if this will come out on Sunday or or Monday after, but regardless of when it comes out, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, all the Disney dads uh, who are taking their kids to the parks over the the years and taking them to the parks as the parks reopen. We hope you have a great day.
1: And happy Father's Day to you, Brian. Are you going to get me a churro? I'm going to get you a churro or a Dole Whip or a Mickey pretzel, whatever Disney snack your heart desires tomorrow.
0: As long as it's not a butterbeer. All right. (laughs) Coming to you live from the Grand Californian. This is the DCL duo. We'll see you next time. Well, i hope you enjoyed the bonus episode about universal orlando and my experience there it was definitely a fun park to go to i'm glad i stopped by i probably will try to stop by there again on longer trips but i'm not sure i'd make a special trip over to orlando to visit universal so anyway hope you found some tips and tricks in there for the disney fan who wants to visit universal With that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening to the bonus episode. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews, and we love to see those written reviews as well. Love reading them on the air and hearing your feedback, so head over, leave us those reviews. We love each and every one of them. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also join our dcl duo vlog and podcast facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded dcl duo fans and cruisers like yourself you can also head over to the dcl duo channel on youtube for even more great content just browse to youtube.com slash dcl duo you can also support our show by visiting touringplans.com travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation, Disney Cruise Line vacation, or really any land-based or cruise vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you over. If you're interested in supporting the show directly, you can head over to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and join one of our support tiers as well. We want to we send a special thanks to each and every one of our Patreon supporters out there. The DCL Duo podcast and blog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the disney company or disney cruise line if you have questions about a disney cruise or a disney vacation please contact disney directly or your own travel agent thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous disney adventure with the dcl duo good night and happy father's day